Hello out there, my friends. It is I, Hondo Onaka. Now you know what to do. You must tune in to my favorite podcast, The Five-ish Fangirls. Otherwise, there could be consequences. The tangents as we continue all the way to episode 405 of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. And if you're thinking about using the force to get some cookies, you might want to think twice because Trooper Mom, she's watching you. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. So glad you joined us. Let's start off like we do with the virtual table and see who joined us this week. This is Brittany Belvedere. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello. We've got a very special and exciting episode this week. So we have got a very special guest. Um, if you've been on the TikToks, as the kids say these days, uh, at all, and you are a fan of Star Wars or Marvel or cosplay, uh, you may have seen our guest in your feeds. I'm sure that's how I found her. Uh, <laughs> so, but she's, uh, uh, I think, making quite the name for herself. Um, mm-hmm especially with her series uh with grogu as her trooper mom character so uh, we're gonna be talking a lot of star wars i am sure um so uh welcome uh jen markham i i'm honored to be here everyone rachel Brittany, uh holly thank you so much for having me yeah you are we're happy to have you here. It's always yes. exciting to find another fellow female nerd who mm-hmm. is completely <laughs> and unashamedly just like, this is the stuff I like, and I'm going to put it out there on the internet for everybody to see, and I don't care, because uh, <laughs> that's that's very much the the thing that is the impetus and what keeps us going with this podcast is you know it's like we are all fully grown adults you know so we all have daytime jobs some of us have kids some of us don't you know and uh but we're not letting the fact that we like really geeky things stop us from sharing it with the rest of the world <laughs> well and it's not what it used to be right like being a nerd is 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 cool now i mean the mm-hmm. biggest stars in the world go to san diego comic-con it's not mm-hmm. i don't know or, or i don't uh the nerds before us really yes. the trails. <laughs> the ones yes, that did. No. Yeah, I was yeah. my uh my husband, I don't know what he was doing. I, I think he happened to see like a blip of the you know an ad for the new Magic Mike trailer, and that made him think about a skit that Conan O'Brien did when Magic Mike XL, I think the which is the second one I think came out. And it um I'm gonna butcher his last name again. Uh, Joe, oh, whatever his last name. What's Mangello his face? Mangello or something Man- like Mangello. that. Oh yeah, I yeah. Can't say I, I was it's explaining. An eye energy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, Chauncey was laughing because Conan goes to the movie with 
a bunch of his women's staff. So he's the only guy in the theater full of women. <laughs> but the skit ends with him going home and getting into bed and Joe is in his bed. <laughs> so, but I was, I was explaining to Chauncey, like, yeah, you know, he's he's kind of made a name for himself as, you know, this buff, you know, chisel guy, but he loves D&D. &D. Like, yeah. He's been at Gen Con when I have been there. <laughs> so it's like, you just never know who is, who is you know, a, a big nerd and is really into what would be considered nerdy things. Uh, so, you know, if we could have one of the guys, you know, from Magic Mike in our corner, then I think we're yep. cold. <laughs> well, and then I just saw recently one of the NFL football players is a and d guy, and most of his tweets are all about him doing D&D &D and it, mm -hmm. even running a few D&D &D sessions for his fellow players. I'm just like, yay, this is mm -hmm. awesome. And there is, there is definitely some overlap there, too. I mean, we kind of joke about, like, yay, sports ball. But Chrissy, who's unfortunately not here because she had uh, children-related things to do, um, you know, Chrissy's kind of our also our sports person. And I know you, mm -hmm. Jen, are a big football fan, Bills fan. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, unfortunately, the Bills... Yeah. Fell short of making yeah, they, it to the, the Super Bowl. No. So that suit that, that suit you made is gonna have to, to wait. <laughs> yes. And that was the point. I was gonna I was gonna wait it. I was gonna kind of put it in the closet for next year, but I'm like, no, I worked, I really want to show it off. So yeah, yeah, it's I mean that turned out really, really cool. Thank you. I mean, you've you've made some uh some really unique <laughs> items uh you know especially with the the stuff to wear the bills games where you're like i'm just gonna make this out of a shower curtain or you know bed sheets or whatever so uh, are you uh self-taught as far as, as sewing is concerned well first of all thank you so much it's so nice of you to say uh i am i no i'm not self-taught i took a one-week class i i am fortunate enough to live in new york city where there's the garment district and a couple of, you know, mm -hmm. universities, FIT, um, Parsons. So there's a lot of sewing learning happening. And there was a yeah. private studio that was giving where you could take lessons and then you could use their machines. And uh, they've very sadly since closed. I think I have heard of another one opening, but that was available to me. And I did take a one week class. Um, I know that's not available everywhere, unfortunately, mm -hmm. you know, but that, that one week really kind of taught me enough fundamentals that could kind of figure out the rest through YouTube or mostly trial and error, you know? Yeah. So, um, a lot of trial and error. <laughs> but, and that's the true of everything, you know, I mean, whether yeah. then it's, it's painting or it's 3d printing or doing foam armor or doing leather work, like, well, let's watch a video. Let's ask somebody and let's start trying stuff and sort of. As long as mm. the initial investment in tools wasn't so great. And I'd say the biggest, most expensive tools were the sewing machine, which after I took a class, I felt, you know, good enough to get one. And then mm -hmm. a 3D printer, which I, I was to the point where I was buying so many prints that I'm like, this is ridiculous. I've already bought three, three 3D printers mm -hmm. with that money. I could have just bought my own and just started doing mm -hmm. it myself. So, you know, I was just like, it's just fun. It's just fun to try things. And then you fail and you try again. And mm -hmm. then maybe you have a costume in the end. Yeah. Well, it uh, based on your videos, you've got lots of costumes, mm -hmm. <laughs> several closets worth. There's <laughs> one I closet, love, but it, yeah. it's big. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love how you uh, uh, have your your costumes 
uh, you've uh, made them their own people. I'm sure no one people haven't seen it. I did a skit where the costumes talk to each other and basically it's oh, an argument like who gets to be worn more. And yeah. it sounds so inside baseball to me, like who this is stuff that only goes on in my brain and maybe in my house. And I don't know. No, <laughs> as a as a as a fellow cosplayer, I totally okay. get that. I have some that have not seen the light of day in ages, uh, for one reason or another. <laughs> You know, and I finally pull it out and I'm like, oh, I hope this still fits. Uh, <laughs> um, so, that, no, you're not you're not alone as far as, as the costumes are concerned uh, or even just the geeky clothing, like the, the little skit you made packing for Disney. Uh, you know, like what shirts am what I going to take? Wear, to right. Yeah. What shirt do you wear? Because it's like, well, you know, they've got. I've got classic Disney characters. I've also got Star Wars because like Disney owns everything now. Mm -hmm. So it's like <laughs> all of my shirts technically would be appropriate. <laughs> so, uh, um, so uh, I mean, TikTok's not been around for too long, at least as far as we know it. Obviously, I think people that know the the history that TikTok used to be uh, just like a, a music type Musically, app. right? Yeah. Yeah, musically. Um, and then that went under and it kind of evolved into the the, the platform we know now. Um, but, I mean, as far as your history is concerned, I'm assuming that you've been, you know, making costumes and doing nerdy type things longer than than tiktok has has been around yeah uh uh origin story time i guess we'll make it yay everybody loves an origin story um, i've yes. always loved costumes always i i just you know even i've been a star wars fan my whole life but i also kind of moved around a lot uh after college and so forth and didn't have a lot of stuff because I was, I, I was moving I, I, every year I moved. And so, but the one like piece of Star Wars thing, stuff I always had were those two thick costume books. Like I've always had those forever, just love costumes anyway. And so I don't know, it was the force. And then the force awakens came out. And so you weren't, I was busy doing like adult life stuff and the force awakens came out. And I'm like, everyone was excited about Star Wars again. I'm like, yeah, I've missed Star Wars, you know, since the prequels and everything. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I, 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 and then I I started I taught myself to sew and I, I I mean a few years before that I had taught sorry I just skipped over that part I had learned to sew but I was just kind of making things for friends kids or I made Halloween costumes one you know once a year for my mm -hmm. myself and my husband so then that year after the Force Awakens I'm like well I want to be Ray and we'll do like Disney heroes be like Ray and like Russell from Up so I started researching Ray and like what where what kind of fabrics or whatever and I stumbled across the RPF.com. Mm -hmm. which is the replica plop, prop forum and mm -hmm. it's this whole community of prop builders and costume builders who look into makes making things really accurately to how it was in the movie now that is not the only way to make a costume you can make it however you want but i had no idea that there are people out there like you could buy the exact boots that she had on her feet like you can still buy those or this like i was hooked immediately there's something about that puzzle solving the research i just found it so fascinating and so i made my little halloween costume and then i've completely remade it to make it more you know accurate as i learn more about things and i just got it like just really hooked and i made all the rays and then rogue one came out i made jenner so and i just I, you know i, I kind of haven't stopped i just i just find it really interesting 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's maybe something with Star Wars. I, I've since, you know, gotten to Marvel a little bit too. Those costumes, I, I don't mind buying because some of them are complex enough in a way that I don't find I would enjoy it as much. Whereas I do enjoy the leather work and the 3D armor, maybe some of the Star Wars stuff. I'm not quite sure why. Uh, I am building Jane Foster. So I'm doing that one, my first Marvel that I've built. Um, but I think with TikTok too, uh, that's where I, there's so, I, I was kind of, before TikTok, I was in a more narrow group of, not narrow, but like um, Star Wars costumers who all kind of costumed one way. So then the pandemic hit and then we're all home at home and a lot of people would join TikTok. And I just, I don't know, I just thought, thought it was fun and just made goofy videos in my costumes. And then I had a friend say to me, like, Jen, you're a good writer. Why don't you write something instead of lip syncing something? And I did, and it did kind of well. And then the trooper mom thing and then Grogu came into your life. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. I got really lucky. I really did. There's a lot of people who make really good videos, really funny videos that don't get seen. Um, and I, I had a couple things hit and I just, I had a really good, I had, I had good luck, you know, I, I kind of a good time. So I don't know. Did I cover everything? I just, I, I, I it's, <laughs> that's kind of how it all sort of started. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm talking to ladies. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I think we all kind of, you know, regardless of where we were in like the Star Wars, specifically the Star Wars fandom. um, Because like my husband, he's a huge Star Wars fan. Holly is like our Star Wars expert. Um, You know, it took the Force Awakens forward for me to like really recognize the star wars universe for for what it was um but there's something about the mandalorian when it hits disney plus and you know we all thought mando was the coolest thing and then they introduced us to grogu Mm -hmm. and it's like this floodgate opened up yeah and you know now you know as we're recording this pedro pascal just hosted saturday night live over the weekend (laughs) so which unfortunately there were no star wars related skits um which i totally agree with your tiktok like there's no mandalorian references except in his opening (laughs) monologue um although he did do really really well he's actually He's oh, it's great. Really funny. Yes. Like, kind of not like ang- not angry, but coming at me. But like, I thought it was great. I laughed. Yeah. I laughed way more than I thought I was going to. Quite frankly, <laughs> I thought mm-hmm. it was a good episode. I just was hoping for Star Wars. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The Mandalorian um, is interesting. It's it, you know, so it, it's hard to remember. But Rise of Skywalker wasn't out yet. It was November. 2019 right mm-hmm. so because that mm-hmm. epi- that episode where grogu heals the snake no where uh, something about healing happened at so it happened around the same time as the movie's released when ray heals the snake mm-hmm. like, right yeah force mm-hmm. healing before so they, it was didn't they am i remember that right that they double episoded a week or something so those could cut anyway the point is something i think like you're that. right no. yeah i think yeah. you're right yeah yeah it was people not everyone but some fans have worked so hard to put the sequels in the rearview mirror and the rise of skywalker was was a disappointment for other fans and sometimes the same ones you know and then the the mandalorian came like at the same time and the, that first season from especially the way like john favreau and dave filoni told like no one was paying attention to what they were doing not no one but there was so much focus 
on the movies, you know, because, you know, Carrie, we had to figure that out, the, the third movie, and we delayed it. And meanwhile, The Mandalorian's like, let's just make some fun Western Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, let's not like go mm-hmm. crazy. Let's just do our stuff. I mean, it was hundreds of millions of dollars, but it was still like, you know, and it kind of worked, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I can see yeah. why it's so popular. And the Grogu thing just completely hit whatever it meant to do. I think it, it hit way beyond what they expected, I, I is my guess. Mm-hmm. And I for them yeah, to so. keep Grogu under wraps for as long as they were able to, holy <laughs> Right, and it, it, they struggle with merchandising afterwards because they wanted to keep it a secret. So there was nothing. There was yeah. n- no one knew about this. No one had a design at some factory somewhere to make T-shirts. Nobody. So to ramp that up took a second, and that's when the, like all the merchandise was really delayed. And Etsy sellers were doing great stuff, and then that their designs were stolen. And mm-hmm. I'm rambling, but <laughs> um. <laughs> It's really interesting. Like, People ask me, so what do you think is going to happen in, in season three? Like, is oh, there you go, right? Yep, I got um, my Grogu. <laughs> is Grogu have my like, there's no way that there's no way we're getting rid of a Grogu. No way. There's oh no. A, uh, no, under no. I'm pretty sure the universe yeah. would collapse. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. <laughs> Even if let's say in some five year plan that was the plan, it's not now. There's no way. No. <laughs> what else are they going to do? Yeah. yeah, there's no movies coming out. This is it. This is the story. It's that the, I mean, with Star Wars, it's this TV series, uh, the Disney Plus is what we've got. Yep. Mm-hmm. Between yep. the, the Mandalorian and, you know, the, the animated stuff, you know, the Bad Batch and uh, stuff like that. So, um, you know, I, 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 you know, my personal opinion is, you know, the, the movies, unless they can just come up with something extremely unique that could be justified doing in a movie format just stick with the the series you know stick with the yeah. disney plus series because i mean they, they seem to be hitting their their stride with that um although yeah i know the the book of boba fett didn't necessarily go over that well with people because it was the book of boba fett for like the first half of the yeah. series and then it turned into mandalorian you know 2.5 to b uh, Not that I didn't but, mind that. No, no. <laughs> well, and I, I, you know, it, we we talked about it on when we talked about the the season, you know, Book of Boba Fett. That, um, you know, because Boba Fett's story is so intertwined with Mando's, so it, it almost mm-hmm. has to, because it's like, what was Boba Fett doing up into the point where he and Mando's paths meet? And then, you know, they're intrinsically connected uh, because of their kind of their their nature. You know, even though Boba Fett never truly claimed himself to be a Mandalorian, you know, he still wore the armor and did some of the same things that the other Mandalorians did. So, um, but yeah, I mean, again, as we're recording this, you know, Mandalorian season three starts at the beginning of next month and everybody's just like (laughs) we're all just waiting twiddling our fingers going yes give me more to grogu give me more of the all of the all of the uh the things i mean grogu obviously is the somewhat of the comic relief also as well for something that (laughs) is kind of dark uh you know with where they're going with mando now having to 
uh, you know, reassert himself as a proper Mandalorian since he did remove his helmet. Uh, and then everything with the dark saber and and everything. So uh, I'm excited to to return to to that universe. So oh yeah, and um, what you were talking about with the the dark sabers and also the 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 helmet thing is only for his particular branch of the religion, mm-hmm. and not all Mandalorians mm-hmm. feel that way. And but I think we're all coming towards Mandalore as it seems, and even from the trailer show. So I think that's really going to be interesting to see, like how the different. And is Din Djarin's faith going to be challenged or reshaped, you know, mm-hmm. based on what he encounters or what he sees or who he talks to there? I mean, he's never been the Mandalore. He doesn't, he's like, that planet's cursed. I don't know, you know, this maybe could reshape him. Mm-hmm. So, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm excited to see, but. Yeah. Well, it did just to see what kind of state Mandalore is in, because we, right after the purge, it's like, what happened to it, you know? Right. exactly so yeah it's like very exciting um so i yeah obviously the the star wars trooper mom is you know kind of your your ongoing series you you started posting your stuff on youtube as well because unfortunately the 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 clock app is not necessarily the nicest when it comes to uh getting videos in front of people's eyeballs uh plus yeah there's a time limit too so i'm sure having the freedom of being able to put longer videos up on youtube is nice as well it's so interesting though but it's a different format though right it's like tiktok mm-hmm. is up is up and down and and the long format youtube is is uh horizontal yeah um, but then there's youtube shorts which allows you to do the up and down and so far just with the time between like making costumes and also making videos, I really haven't had time to do the long form. So the introduction of YouTube shorts has been uh, really cool for me. I've gotten pretty lucky there too, but it's just the platforms are so up like crazy, man. I, mm-hmm. I have friends, maybe similar numbers on TikTok, let's say, and they have hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram and I can't grow on Instagram and I'm a cosplayer. Like I have pretty cosplay photos. It doesn't matter, but they can't get any traction on YouTube. And my YouTube, like I is, you know, doing really well. And it, it but you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. I'm going to about the same. The, the three platforms are really for video are really interesting. And just like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? It's, you know, I mean, as long as you're making content you're happy with, at the end of the day, I think that's all that really matters. Though. And I know that sounds like fortune cookie kind of like, yeah, just do your best. And that's the advice I give. And that's the advice I take when you, like when you're in a, a part where it's like, man, my videos, no one's watching them. You're like, ah, oh, and you're just not happy. But, but that's really, that's the absolute advice. You have to keep making videos. And if they make you happy, then who cares? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it really does work. Sometimes you just have to get out of your own way mentally. I yeah. find at least. So, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Um, so where did, was like the, the whole Grogu trooper bomb thing, was that just kind of a natural, cause I know you said somebody, you know, somebody mentioned like, Hey, you're a really good writer. You should write some stuff. It was, was that your, the idea that, that you it. came I, up with, or was that just no, a, it was, a it natural? Was a, I, had, the, I did a couple other ones that, that were kind of not so great, but what I did was for 
in the final episode of the first season of the Mandalorian, right? Grogu's captured by these two scout troopers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're voiced by Jason Sudeikis and Adam Pally. Hilarious guys. It was before Ted Lasso, you know, one of them's Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Anyway, and they're sitting there and they're having this total like dumb conversation just about Grogu and what they're supposed to do with him. And it's, I loved it. Like I, you never see like two basically stormtroopers talking about their lives as true mm-hmm. and like what they're doing. I was, I thought it was great. And so what I did was I took that scene, took out Adam Pally's dialogue, kept Jason Sudeikis's and then replaced Adam with my voice. And then I acted, I shot a new video. I acted two sides of one scout trooper. So the idea was, well, what if instead of punching Grogu, the, the lady scout trooper adopted him? And that's how, how it ends with, she walks off with him. Mm-hmm. And that was cute. It kind of did okay. It didn't do like huge, big numbers, but it was that's where the idea came from was that actual scene then the next video i did i'm like well i'll do a sequel to that of the two of them and that was my first million view video so it was from that scene was the inspiration so from the actual show because there are scout troopers in that first uh season of the mandalorian and that and Mm. the final episode yeah that is is like because i know you've shown some of the the how-to behind the scenes how you shoot some of your videos so again kind of like with the the cosplay are you are you self-taught as far as like the video editing and all that or is that oh no i did go to school actually for it uh, i did okay. a degree in journalism so yeah i worked in a tv news for a long time so okay. it's not the same quite the same skills but it, it in, in terms of i taught myself after effects i never had knew how to do any of that stuff I would say I felt like I've been professionally trained in video storytelling. I mean, that doesn't sound pretentious, but it's just you telling a story with video, mm-hmm. you know, make sure you have a beginning, middle and end and it does a thing. Although I think in this day and age, I don't think, I think we're all pretty much just have the same. We all consume so much video that we all kind of know how, what it's supposed to look like, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But I, because of, uh, I was still freelancing and stuff like that. I did have those tools on my laptop, like, prefer, you know, I, the, premiere suite so mm-hmm. yeah because i'm always fascinated when i see really uh compelling and interesting content especially on tiktok what it is that people are doing to make that content because i know some people that make some really great content and they are able to do it just in their phone it's shot in their phone they edited in their phone and then you have some people like you where obviously you're having to film and edit on a computer and then you know put it together in a way that works on tiktok so there's a lot more steps than just you know filming yourself on your phone and like selfie mode going hey look at me i'm doing something crazy um but i think it's what i always find it interesting too. what how much work people are willing to to do for something that is watched on mobile if that makes sense right but everything's watched on mobile now right which i well, don't yeah. watch either i watch something yeah. on a big tv everything i don't watch mm-hmm. anything on a phone or a computer it's all on a big tv yeah. but i think i'm i we and i speak for anyone every all four of us here are, are becoming the exception a lot of people yeah. watch even television mm-hmm. on this guy which is mm-hmm. crazy to me, but you know, I, I only know what I know, you know, mm-hmm. but I hear what you say. I feel the same way every once in a while I could do what I do. There are video tools sophisticated enough that I could do exactly what I do in the phone. I just am more comfortable 
with the tools that I knew before I started TikTok. Like I was saying, I used to edit yeah. video for news. So I had that stuff. I, I like having a mouse. I just like that precision with the, I, that's mm -hmm. what I just personally prefer. Mm -hmm. I could do it on phone, but I don't do it on, on the phone enough to get really good at it. And I am the opposite. I am amazed when people do it on the phone. I think that personally, because I think that is so much harder. One time I did like a compilation. It was just some video like, if the Avengers are football fans, what would they be? And and so I pulled in like, it wasn't even that complicated. Just it was me in front of a green screen and then graphics of like the team name and the Avenger. But having to pull all that stuff because I wasn't that good at it, it took forever on the phone because I was doing it on a car ride. I'm like, how do people do this? I, I could no be idea. so much faster, but that's me. <laughs> you yeah. know, they're both really valuable skills, especially in this day and age. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I need to get better at the phone because the tools are there. I just... I'm faster on the, on the, on the mm -hmm. yeah, but sometimes the situation need you know, arises and you're like, Oh, I don't have my computer. All I have right. is this little pocket thing, you know, exactly this device that fits in my pocket. So, um, yeah, cause I, I tended to, I've gotten to the point where I film on my phone. I won't necessarily edit. Although most of my TikToks don't have much in the way of editing anyway. Um, I've attempted to do stuff where there's like cuts and different angles and stuff. And I'm like, this is so much work on on this tiny device. That's um, the great thing about TikTok though. Like how many great TikToks have you seen, right? Yeah. Where it's just one person <laughs> talking to camera without a single edit in there and you're transfixed and they tell mm -hmm. a great story and they tell it really entertainingly and it has millions of views and it should and it's good that's the kind of great thing about tiktok that mm -hmm. listen i do what i do and i do complicated skits and after effects and blah, 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 blah. and that's you know that's one kind of way to do video but i it's it's a much more a democratic platform like literally anybody can do it with mm -hmm. it has some sort of device and camera it's kind of cool Whereas yeah. on YouTube, I noticed right away, like it, what, my edits aren't perfect, especially when I was first starting. Like I was kind of, I was trying to figure out how to do things and I, I wasn't that well taught with like doing visual effects. And then I since posted those old TikToks on YouTube and people are like this, what is this? How come, how come your green screen is socks? You know, because <laughs> 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 audiences on YouTube are, don't, they're not expecting what audiences on TikTok are. Like we're mm -hmm. just happy to hear people talk. I don't know. That's obviously just my experience. Like I know what I know, but I, I always find that really interesting. That that's kind of the beautiful thing about TikTok. It like anybody mm -hmm. can, mm -hmm. can make it. You know, make yeah. a video and yeah. Um. So, um, you mentioned that. Uh, You've been a, a Star Wars fan for a long time, but obviously um, you've also got some MCU characters that you now have in your repertoire. So um, is uh, the MCU is a, a newer uh, fan of, although well, I, think I say that we're coming up on the 15th anniversary of the first Iron Man movie later right? in a couple months. So 
It's like, oh, the MCU, it's so new. No, not anymore. I remember seeing Iron Man in the theater. I, I, I'm i not going to sit here and say, I knew from the beginning. I knew from the first Iron Man. Like, yeah, listen, me <laughs> Marvel, Marvel movies were not super, they were kind of all over the place. And mm-hmm. then the Marvel Studios went bankrupt. There was the Marvel Studios. They were just licensing things to different studios. I, it didn't really come together for, for me until Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think a lot of people say the same thing. Once Guardians of, the Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy came out, maybe because it reminded us a little bit of Star Wars, possibly, I don't know. The characters, the humor, I was like, it that I was like, oh, oh, what's what are we doing here? And then it just got bigger from there. And then Infinity War and Endgame were just so mm-hmm. cool, you know. Um, I will say I'm a MCU fan. I I have comic books. I don't know them nearly as well as I know I know the movies and stuff. And then yeah. the Disney Plus shows, and we've never had more Marvel stuff. It's kind of like yeah. this for Marvel fans, even during the pandemic. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> again, as we're recording this, the uh, red carpet for Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania is occurring tonight. Right. <laughs> so, tonight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to be able to go, uh, you know, uh, watch that Thursday, next, yeah. next week. Yep. So ah. it's, it's yeah. pretty exciting. So, um, and uh, we don't really do a news segment, but. Uh, we uh sit on to most of our news until our next episode but i did want to bring up the fact that marvel has announced that scott lang's book that was a blink and you miss reference in she hulk of all things is actually been written and is available for pre-order now i think that's a riot i love when they do stuff like that Mm -hmm. You know, mm-hmm. listen, I'm a big Star Wars fan, but the, Star Wars doesn't, isn't funny. They don't have a sense of humor. They can't make, poke fun at themselves a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Marvel is like, I want to be first in line to yep. poke fun at myself a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whether it's She-Hulk or little just like under the breath things that Tony says or Deadpool. Like it's, <laughs> I love stuff like that. Like they're not yeah. afraid to have fun. And obviously different strokes for different folks, but uh, that I it's it hits a sweet spot in terms of like, uh, swashbuckling epic heroes mm-hmm. and fan- and sort of fantasy tales of, of uh, good versus evil and fun and and humor i i don't know that's kind yeah, of it's I'm it's talking. a little bit of it's got a little bit of everything for everybody it's, yeah. it's a nice is a nice thing is a nice thing about it and i think that's why so many people enjoy it even now 15 years <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> 15 just, years just, after just i am long. iron man and nick fury comes out of the out of the shadows going i'd like to talk to you about the adventure initiative so um i think what's yeah. happening now with some fans uh you know there's obviously always fan there's fans that hook on to one thing mm-hmm. and that and they can't evolve and change and now like because it was just something that you said about how it, there's this little something for everybody that maybe 10 years ago there wasn't it was very these five bros and this one white woman are like you know fighting aliens and that's mm-hmm. kind of it, you know what i mean and now it's a lot of different things a lot of different people that look a lot of different ways all over the world and uh i think that's great um it just it's different than when it was 10 years ago and some people with very narrow minds sometimes can't be broadened you know yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that I think you're onto something, and I think that's probably why Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of where that pivot came from. Because up until then, 
pretty much everything had been earth based. And then we get that nice little post credit, you know, in the first Avengers with the introduction of Thanos. And, you know, that obviously opened a very big door. Right. Uh, but once we got off of planet Earth, that immediately gives us literally an entire universe. And now the multiverse, uh, where we are meeting all sorts of people who you know aren't you know they look human but they're not you know you got green people you got blue people you get talking trees um <laughs> you know and then we get now that we're doing the the whole multiverse thing even just characters that we've come to know and love getting versions of them that are extremely different you know like the um you know kind of the um the dead uh you know zombie doctor strange you know with right, the, yeah. the cloak made out of bodies you know essentially so uh you know the the zombie episode of what if i think was for a yeah. lot of people very you know probably mm -hmm. one of their favorites because it was so different it's like how many times are people going to be like you know i like captain america but i really love zombie captain america <laughs> you know <laughs> plus you know oh, again as cosplayers it gives us way more opportunity oh, to try so many options, do different right? things so yeah. um and know, i like I, that even though it's becoming so big they're still telling small stories too like she hulk mm -hmm. is a small story Hawkeye's yeah. a little mm -hmm. small story, you know, yep. for the most part, WandaVision's a little bit of a small story about a small place. Mm -hmm. They're still doing that too. I, I think it's really, really well handled, even though I, I know people aren't, I, I, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I like that. It's a little bit of everything for everybody. Yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted you. What were you about to say? Oh, I was just going to say, I have referenced your, um, your video when you, uh, uh, made the design for your gamora to be able to do the hands so without having to paint yourself <laughs> <laughs> for I somebody who me that, mentioned that so and you can buy gloves like i which i didn't even know people were telling me in the comments but yeah just this i some people are great at body paint maybe oh yeah we aren't i don't know but i i'm not i've never I done just, it it's no scary it, it. it's, i just i'm yeah. way too intimidated to, to do something with body paint so i'm like no yeah. i will do and i will do characters buy, that yeah. look like my skin color or i'll just be like whatever <laughs> and i don't want to speak for you but also i find is like what when you really love a character you want to make kind of make it look great the best mm -hmm. you can like people always ask me are you ever going to do ahsoka i'm like i I'm not gonna be able to paint that face of my face to look that good. And I don't want to be like a weird runny Ahsoka. Like, I don't think that's cool mm -hmm. for her. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I just mm -hmm. don't think that's, it's not a strength of mine. So it's not a caution for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm presuming that you'll be off to the, the theaters to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> when it comes when it comes released. Oh yeah, we uh, I've kind of stopped getting tickets in advance. Not mm -hmm. that there's there's sort of not no need, but I don't know. I'm like, well, what night is best kind of thing? Let's just go see yeah. it, sort of. Uh, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I'll definitely see it opening weekend for sure. Yeah. You kind of have to, especially if you're 
I, like all of us are kind of in the community and you're making content and you're watching things like people are just, there's no buffer anymore. Like no. easy, easy, two weeks, easy. People yeah. will post mm-hmm. tonight. They'll be, oh yeah, we're there. They will post. Tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I have to. I have to. I. I try to do my best, like, because nowadays the the general release seems to be some sort of teaser trailer, and then like a more official trailer. Although teaser trailers these days are still like two three minutes long, when teasers used to be like thirty seconds. Um, so you know we'll get like that first teaser and then several months later we'll get like you know an official trailer and um anything that comes after that official trailer i try to avoid like the plague tv spots whatever you know i'm thankfully i don't watch a lot of regular tv so i don't have to worry about commercials (laughs) all of this this past week i was uh, out of town so i was in a hotel and uh, we didn't have internet, so watching TV was our only option. Uh, and there were a couple of times where a uh, quantum mania commercial came on. I'm like, no, yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> you know? But yeah, the 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 buffer for spoilers is is essentially gone, gone. Um, these days. And it uh... and people are like relishing in it too. They're just they can't wait. And and then I think the worst is people not only posting uh, content, but then commenting on your content. So mm-hmm. it's gonna like pop up in your face, um, yeah. And then the more you protest, the more people think, "Oh, let's get." It. I, it's so childish. So yeah, yeah. We've we've done what one, at least one, if not two episodes, just dedicated to spoiler and spoiler culture. <laughs> What's how the worst thing? How annoying! Ever had spoiled for you? Oh goodness. I'll think too, because I don't know if I have an answer. I obviously spoilers for anybody. I'm sure we're gonna talk about something that's not recent, Yeah, but... yeah. I mean, I've been very, very fortunate that um by the time I got into the MCU and Star Wars, um that um I got in late. <laughs> so um honest, honestly, I think the worst thing I've ever been spoiled on was this was what a couple of years ago now where Doctor Who spoiled John Barrowman's return. Okay. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's probably the worst. That's, so yeah. I'm 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 very fortunate now that things like the movies I can usually get to them within like the first right. 24 hours of them being released. And I just stay off my phone and off of the places where I'm most likely to get spoiled. Right. Um, but with TV and something like Doctor Who, where it airs hours before us here in the United States, because it airs in England first. And it got it got out because it did the episode had aired across the pond first before it aired for us in the US. And that was like the official and even John Barrowman himself was like posting things on Twitter. And I'm like, John, you're American. You're partially American. You know we've not seen <laughs> it on this it. continent yet. <laughs> so <laughs> some of us don't have VPN access like you do. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably the worst thing that I've been yeah. spoiled on. <laughs> so but. TV's tough. I, I know I, 
I, it wasn't me, but I had a friend who was in New York on the subway to see Force Awakens and the people next to them had seen it and were talking about it, how Han Solo had died. And that's how she found out. Oh, I'm like, oh, that's brutal. But I think, I think mine that's is, how Christy mine got stupid. spoiled, but she didn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were joking. And then it was like, they weren't. Yeah. TV can be tough, though, especially if you find mm-hmm. stuff late. Like I don't, the one that's popped to mind, I don't think this is a great example, but I watched um, the reboot of Bat- Battlestar Galactica that was on sci-fi, loved it, mm-hmm. but didn't find it until way later, like bef- like while the fourth season was on the air. And then there was that two years before the fifth season because of the writer strike, whatever, blah, 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 blah. So I started watching it and I was loving it so much, like a moron. I started Googling because I wanted to read more about the show. And I felt like one of the first results was telling me who all the Cylons were. I'm like, Oh, oh. Wow. <laughs> that, that. oh. all right. I still really enjoy the show, but I was like, don't, mm-hmm. don't be an idiot with a show yeah. that's already been on the air, you know? Yeah. So. That's been my, I've done that before. Like I, I watch a show that's been on and I'm just binging it. And I decide to Google something and I get spoiled about like someone's death. I'm like, seriously? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you, and you know better? You're like, don't Google anything. exactly but you're just excited about the show and you wanted to learn about it or who that Mm -hmm. actor was or something you know and you can't Mm -hmm. and you you forget every time so i try to be like you know tv is tricky yeah yeah, and i love uh, reading fan fiction and like those times like i'm reading fan fiction and it's spoiling like oh whoops yeah and especially when they forget to put in the author's notes um this covers x y and z for these seasons yes. if you haven't seen them uh please skip it until you have yeah, watched really. yeah good at least with yeah you know at least with Ant-Man. i'm gonna guess though yeah because i remember they the the premiere for Doctor Strange was very close to the actual release date for the movie. And there was something mm-hmm. where it had been announced that was the case because there was stuff in it that they didn't want spoiled. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that because there is a full two weeks in between, right? Because it's not till the 17th, Ant-Man? What's today? The 7th? So like 10 days. It's like, the 6th. So yeah. yeah. It's basically yeah. two yeah. weeks. Like this days. Week, and then the end of next week. So I'm yeah. I'm hoping that means nothing too spoilery in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. We can only hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing we that can only hope. people or, of the yeah. Dolby Theater tonight could be like, you know, yeah, and, really. and texting and yeah. letting you know right away. That's, that's or exactly. they'll or they'll let something leak so that people will focus on that, right? So that they don't leak something else. Because like the right. whole, you know, speaking of Doctor Strange, because I am, I you know I've never seen this confirmed by anybody but I would you know bet a cookie maybe two cookies that they let the Patrick Stewart leak on purpose to hide John Krasinski as Reed Richards well Patrick Stewart's in the trailer yeah but 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 it's like it's it's kind of a like real subtle and people were, and even Patrick Stewart is like, no, I'm not going to, you know, I they can neither confirm it or I. And then they finally right. did confirm that he's in it. And I think it's they so, let that them was so do messy. that. Like, dude, it's you. That's yeah. you. And he's like, no, nope. yeah. like, dude, nope. that's you. And then he's like, oh yeah. Oh, they just told me I can tell you it's me. Like, it was what a mess. <laughs> yeah. You cut in the no. trailer, you got they, the actor now. They but. just, they just need to do like, you know, what, like like what ryan reynolds is doing for deadpool 3 and it's like the movie's you know like a year or two away but hey look hugh jackman's gonna be in it as wolverine 
no spoilers here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that's gonna be like a buddy movie, you know. Oh my yeah. god, it's gonna be so good. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for Deadpool to be properly in the MCU. So mm-hmm. like She Hulk was fun, but you know, to have the that fourth, you know, a character that does the fourth wall breaks and it can be very meta and stuff, but just throwing Deadpool into the MCU is gonna be so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. It'll be interesting to see how they're going to keep it PG-13. Have they said? Are they going to keep it? Are they going to let the... No, it's going to be R. At least at least the Deadpool movies will be R. Now, where he, when he appears elsewhere, obviously, they'll right, need to Disney. be more okay. careful. But yeah, no. Yeah. They, nice. they have said that Deadpool that. is supposed to remain rated R. So, okay. I mean, those of us that... It's you know, obviously... Happy. Yeah, I mean, we're yeah, obviously, you know, we're getting new generations, uh, you know, as as you know, new generations are born that will be introduced to the MCU. But it's like, you know, I'm older and wiser and maybe not as mature as I should be when the MCU started. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I can handle a rated R MCU. <laughs> Mm -hmm. right there's just i i think the main thrust and i don't i don't really know is the box office implications like you will make less money if your movie is not rated pg-13 that's just math that's just how that all works yeah Um, i I think the first two deadpool movies have proven that that's not necessarily the case but i think he's an exception more than the rule yeah right but they didn't make like record-breaking amounts of money yeah I'm just saying when you look yeah. at Marvel movies that have are not that list of like that, it's just not that. It's not gonna be like Black Panther it's billion dollar slice of cash off the movie. Make it's just how how big a slice. You, but you're absolutely right to the point that Deadpool was successful and surprised a lot of people. Like this is the first R-rated movie to do X, Y, Z, and A, B, and nine. Yeah. You know, so it's interesting that, and I respect that Disney's like you know that's part of its success. It's part of its allure is that it's this more grown up, more reverent, more I don't know what I'm about to see kind of thing. Mm-hmm. so i hadn't i hadn't mm-hmm. kind of like you i don't want to know too much about the movie so i hadn't looked into it so deeply so i actually hadn't heard that it was still going to be rated out which i think is really cool yeah yeah so um uh so i mean you you mentioned that you're working on uh jane as yes. a, a costume so lady thor <laughs> i'm presuming yeah i started her over the summer actually whoops because <laughs> I, I most of the marvel costumes are just um maybe heavier or harder to wear in the summertime this one doesn't have mm-hmm. sleeves so i'm like boom let's go um i bought a foam armor kit uh another cosplayer had designed the pattern and laser cut it out of foam which was just a great relaxing project i just had to paint it and glue it and just nice. kind of like sit at my dining room table and just like chill you know have an easy project for once yeah um and then i just i ended up getting a couple of other um projects to do like uh some things that and some work that just kind of took me away from it at the end of last year and I'm like oh man I gotta I haven't made a costume in a second you know I gotta but I I hate having things not done so I'm trying to wrap that up so then I can pick something new to start (laughs) you would you would hate coming over here and seeing my uh work piles (laughs) but everybody works differently it's okay and listen a costume is like a long build right sometimes the person you were when you start a costume is not the person you are at a certain amount of time when you're through it and i i think it's normal to maybe like you know put it aside or yeah try something else or not finish it like who cares it's it's your costume you can do with it however you choose you know yeah that's very true so 
Um, so are you, you know, besides the costumes, obviously you're going to be making more content, you know, with the new season of Mandalorian is going to offer you more, at the very least, sound clips. Uh, to <laughs> I love that you, it's like you, 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 Trooper Robert Grogu are, you know, the, your script and then Mando is, you just pull clips from the tv show and people ask me all the time so is that hard do you ever run out and i actually was writing one today and it's it's not that hard it's i mean it's not easy it takes a while but i've mm-hmm. seen the show enough that i i pretty much know at least what he's doing if i even i can't remember exactly what he's saying or sometimes i think he's saying one thing and i get to the actual clip and it's not quite what i had in mind but I just write around it. And, and it also is why Grogu talks in my videos. He didn't used to when it was just him and the scoucher. Oh my gosh, you've never seen my videos. It's gonna be so boring. But if they, when they were, he just babbles like he babbles on the show. And then I wrote Mando and I'm like, okay, so Mando is clips from the show. I can't write that. Grogu doesn't speak. So she's the only one I can write for. That's, that's, I, that's, that's too big of an obstacle. So I'm like, so now I write okay. for him. So it's not, she doesn't carry the entire narrative of the yeah. little video so yeah. but it's fun and uh you'd be surprised i think there's because i do have it obviously for editing purposes i have them all cut out i think it's there's 18 minutes of him of him speaking in the first season i think there's another 14 or maybe have it verse wow. 14 the first season 18 minutes in the second season and then about six minutes total in book of boba fett so What's funny too is when he says, I can bring you in warm, I can bring you in cold and book of Boba Fett, my ear knew immediately they just cut the thing from the first episode of the first season. It sounded exactly, <laughs> it is exactly the same. Yeah. Sir, I've listened to it so many times. Um, but I, I haven't run hilarious. out of ideas. I still have ideas for, for things like, you know, I do reuse the same clips again, but in different contexts, you don't, no one really has ever really called me on it. It's, it's fun. It's a fun challenge. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's fun with all the, the different uh, how you manage to make, you know, what limited dialogue you have for Mando mm-hmm. work, especially with some of your your skit ideas. You know, like uh, you know, putting together a tent to go camping yes. or <laughs> teaching Grogu about football. You know, yes, <laughs> but it works for his character too, right? Yes. I mean. Even would you be surprised to learn? And so the first episode, first season's is eight episodes. Let's call them an hour each or whatever. So in eight hours of television, he only speaks for 14 minutes. Mm-hmm. He's not a very verbose character. So it works. If he only has three or four lines in my video, no one notices. Why isn't he talking? He doesn't talk. That's mm-hmm. right. Rando, you mm-hmm. know, he's yeah, he's a, as a guy a few words. And actually the video, the episode that has the most dialogue is the one in episode two. And in season two, I keep doing that. In season two, where they go to the the snow planet with the spider because mm-hmm. like I was just talking about he's the only one of the three of them that talks frog lady doesn't talk and grogu doesn't talk so they're on this planet and it's just him so he's driving the narrative of the story he's the only one speaking and I'm like oh mm-hmm. this is great there's so much to use there whereas in an episode where where he connects again with um Cara Dune and um Grief Karga to go do the little mission on the planet those two are talking and he's not yeah. saying anything you know yeah so yeah no in fact that makes perfect sense but it, you know mando is very when he does talk he is very business so right the type and of dealers. dialogue that you have is very like 
he doesn't be very serious and he, you know he's all about the mission and the or the job or the whatever you know he's not just yakking away talking about you know cookies or something <laughs> right yeah he's it's short things like and you'll if you start to notice how many times he says i don't have time for this yeah. yeah yeah he says that a lot he says more than this is the way it's very funny that just makes him a perfect dad uh yeah. <laughs> up, he just said it in the last of us i yep. don't know if it was the episode that, that aired yesterday or the one before but he said i, I don't have time for this i'm like mando what? <laughs> why are you saying yeah. this isn't that show it was so funny but i think i need to stop that mm-hmm I mean, the, the, the people that have, it's been funny to watch uh, with, the, with The Last of Us started that there may not be a lot of crossover there with people that watch that that have also watched things like The Mandalorian. So maybe this is like their real introduction to Pedro Pascal. And but I've seen like some articles that are like, oh yeah, people uh, it's like, oh, you just now figure out who Pedro Pascal was. Well, let's show remind everyone he was on Game of Thrones. Right. <laughs> he had his eyeballs gouged out by the mountain. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh it's like, you know, some of us know who Pedro Pascal is and has been for, for a while, but it is kind of interesting to see the the, the two fandoms like a star wars people have been like yeah we've had him for a while you don't see his face much but he's there and then the last of us people are like oh my god and then of course the again they don't really reference it uh on snl but the one skit where he's like the high school teacher middle school teacher and the kids are making like thirst trap videos for social media about how hot he is (laughs) So, like he's he's uh he's been around for a while. He's been around. He's, he's, in Wonder he's Woman one of those. Uh, it, yeah, he's been in a lot of things that it's had a lot of eyes on them. But mm-hmm. but the the Last of Us is really uh really kind of taken off, and in, in a way that I think people haven't. It's rare, I think, for a show to gain viewers every. It's not unheard of, mm-hmm. that, but, but it's it's getting more viewers every week, which is I, I think the. You know the mountaintop for any show success it's it's kind of exciting it's exciting again it has that wandavision feel you know there were that show that I felt like during the pandemic we were all talking about it we were all watching it we all couldn't mm-hmm. wait to see what happened i'm i'm getting that sense with this show it's a show that everybody's talking about and that's just really fun you know yeah yep it is so um that's all i really had <laughs> for you so uh you know Brittany Holly you have what are you excited about I want to talk about my stuff like what are you guys excited about to see the Mandalorian I was talking about oh uh, seeing like faith and having it clarified but what about you guys uh I mean I'm excited to see what happens with like the Darksaber and yes Bo-Katan the from and that. all of that yeah. so yeah you know to to see these characters transition from the cartoons into live action it's been a lot of fun, um, you know, to see characters like Bo-Katan and Ahsoka Tano now in in live action. It was really wild because I was at GalaxyCon in Columbus, Ohio, um, in December, and both Ashley Eckstein 
and Rosario Darlson were there. So we had both Ahsoka Tano's at the same convention. Nice. Wow. So it was it was really cool. And I was uh was waiting in line to beat Rosario and she was telling the the person that she was signing an autograph for because they were yakking and she was talking about how you know she, obviously she's she's done Ahsoka on Mando and Book of Boba Fett is coming too. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and she's uh, a Book but of Boba now, Fett. One episode. Yeah. 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 But now she's, she's been, you know, she started to do the Ahsoka, you know, series and she was in the, um, oh, what do they call it? The, the space with the, the screens. I forget what they're, oh, the, the volume. The volume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was in the volume and, you know, she was all done up as Ahsoka. She had the lightsabers in her hands and yeah she got into place and you know the director or whatever was like at action and she said she's like i froze because <laughs> i was standing here looking at the volume that had you know whatever location they were in in the star wars universe and she's like holy shit i'm in star wars <laughs> <laughs> that's a great story <laughs> it was really wild so but it, it was cool to have both ahsoka's at the the same event and they got to meet which was which was really cute so um ash has got some photos on her on her social media you can see she's like oh look it's ahsoka's two ahsoka's together um was it was it real recently galaxy con was it this that was uh first weekend of december oh okay so so fairly recently wow that's awesome yeah yeah it was really do you think they'll connect the ahsoka show to this season of the mandalorian anyway I guess I would. I would imagine. Guys. I would imagine yeah. so, because that's next. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would assume that that's the case. Um, I guess it depends on the, what Ahsoka the, story the they're telling. Are they telling it before? Is it any some sort of Mandalorian prequel, or is it happening at? Have they said where in time it takes place? I guess I was assuming it was sort of concurrent because we've met Rosario in this story. The five years right from the Jedi yeah but i, I would I, I would assume i would assume so because of where yeah. just everything takes place in the greater timeline where you know we're not that far removed from the events of the og trilogy right um so um you know this is uh this is this is an you know her ahsoka is a little older a little wiser you know because obviously ashley exceeds ahsoka is eventually you know one of the survivors of order 66 <laughs> right and we yeah. kind of don't really know what happens to her we've gotten a bit more with some of the stuff we've gotten um with some of the other cartoons outside of rebels but um but yeah because of where this takes place i would assume it's like where is ahsoka now you know all these years after everything that happened with the the jedi and everything because the jedi are no more so right. it's like how how does how does a someone who was a trained at a, as a jedi when the order is no longer around you know what do you do right with your life <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is why maybe it could be an immediate post order 66 story i don't think it is i didn't get that sense but i don't think they've said I think it's like from what's like kind of been hinted a little bit that I've seen. I think it's gonna be take place either like 
around the same time or maybe a little bit after what's going on in the Mandalorian. That makes like, sense because people are going to get confused if you start jumping around, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say because uh, the, the latest like trailer for Mando is it looks like at the very least we're going to get a little more of Grogu's memories right. from Order 66. Yeah. Right. So, but I don't know because they, they've been very tight lipped about the Ahsoka series for the most part. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, from what I quick did on a Google search, take it with a grain of salt, they said that it's supposed to take place in the same time frame as uh, The Mandalorian and its other interconnected spinoffs after the events of Return of the Jedi. So, great. We'll, no, that, we'll makes, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll get another scene with Luke trying to recruit Ahsoka to try to help him run the academy, you know, fish out of water. Hey, I don't know what to do with train these guys. (laughs) (laughs) I I need help. Yeah. (laughs) I've seen these are rumors, but I've seen rumors about getting casting for like some live action versions of characters from Rebels. Ooh, yes we are sp- we are sp- yeah we are supposed to get um uh, some of the the uh, other rebels characters in live action version so which off the top of my head i can't remember which ones and i i pretty so i remember when we first saw ahsoka in, in mandalorian season two she was asked she was asking that one guy like if where's thorn that that baddie at end of rebels but I think he's going to show up. Yeah. Um, I think we're supposed to get. I mean, she was at Celebration. Yeah. Balanced, who was in it. But I. Yeah. I think we're supposed. I think they said we're supposed to get Ezra. I think. Ooh, I, I think. So. I, I remember. Oh. I, I remember seeing like fan. I'm excited to them. Yeah, if they're gonna do that, we we need live action chopper too. So, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we need more sassy droids. <laughs> Wait a minute! So, this was all at celebration, you guys. Like this has all been announced, right? Like I, I was think so. Yeah, but well, I mean, the, the thing is, it's like they'll announce stuff, and then sometimes stuff gets they'll they'll cancel totally it because like fair. I've been I used to like say the, that yes, that's true, the, that's true. What you dig? It's the the what the X wing pilot series that what's her face was gonna do? I think has got how many right. trips have announced? Hot like, on the none of yeah. them happening, none of them. Yeah, but the Ahsoka so show like, is done shooting. Like they're done. Yeah, that one's actually. Yeah been produced so and i can't imagine that they're gonna pull a uh dc and take yeah. something that's completely finished and stick it away in a hole somewhere so yeah. the rumor has it that they might they might make a deal with like roku or something because i know supposedly some of the stuff that got that got pulled off of hbo max for their show cancellations are supposed to get moved over there and then like the last couple episodes of the nevers that had aired or supposed to supposedly supposed to air there so take that for what it's worth yeah well but this day and age it's like i'll believe it when it's actually 
playing in front of my face. Exactly. Yes. Because <laughs> is the way things are going. So, mm-hmm. although thankfully oh. with the Marvel and, and Star Wars stuff that, you know, if something doesn't happen, it just never it happens. And it's not like they actually produce something and we never see it. Marvel's been pretty good. Part. Star Wars, though, man, I I don't know. Like, I don't know what the plan is. Like, I I don't know if they know what the plan. Is. That, I yeah. completely agree. I completely agree. <laughs> I wish they were less. It feels like they're afraid to take risks and fail. Sometimes the way Marvel just like I will make whatever. We'll make yeah. a She Hulk show and it won't have an ending and it'll still be funny. Like they'll just make stuff and just try things. Yeah. And talking and I, tree, absolutely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Star Wars doesn't have that fearlessness, you know? And there's there there's a little beholden to the original lore. I'm not saying mm-hmm. the original trilogy, but the original lore, you know what I mean? Um yeah. but then we got Andor, which was unbelievable. So they mm-hmm. tried yes. a great thing, you know. So that gives me hope, but then they're not gonna make more than a second season. You know what I mean? Like, what did we learn? Nothing that was great, but it wasn't mm-hmm. for kids. You can't sell to- Andor toys. Like, I you still gotta make a little Star Wars too. There, I don't know. Yeah, I, I that it all just makes me just a little bit. I don't say nervous, concerned. I, 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 like after Ahsoka is an Andor season two, and that just started shooting. Like, whereas we're gonna get five Marvel things this year, you know, mm-hmm. we get like one mm-hmm. Star Wars thing. I just, I'm rooting for Star Wars. You know what I mean? That's what. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's such a, you know, like Marvel. There's just there's so much material that they could potentially use that's true yeah when when they made you know when disney announced you know these purchases some people were like what you know how's that gonna work and i'm over here like you know i'm a huge disney fan you know i go to the parks on the semi-regular basis before the pandemic um and i know that you know disney's thing above all else is storytelling and it's very rich storytelling and giving things a lot of depth and substance that you know yeah you may get a mention of something and it may not be referenced again for years but eventually it's gonna come back around more right. than likely it's like you know we got a, a you know a quick glimpse of thanos in 2012 and he popped up a, you know a little bit every now and then after that but he didn't become the big bad until 2018 yeah right it took six years for thanos to be like okay i got my gauntlet let's get these gems you know snap yeah. <laughs> so well it- yeah, and with Star Wars, the expanded universe for books, them pulling Grand Admiral Thrawn in to the cartoons, and that that was something I was happy to see mm-hmm. and kind of not expecting, but it was just like, okay, maybe we can pull some of the better expanded universe ideas and maybe update them and give them a tweak. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why they can't. I mean, right. I could see maybe someone making the argument that 
you know, a lot of the EU stuff isn't, I don't want to say canon, but, you know, the, the people that know the history know that George Lucas was kind of like, oh, you want to write a book? Sure. You right, know, exactly. and yeah. It didn't have there a wasn't a lot. The right, quality yeah. control wasn't necessarily tip top, but that doesn't mean no. that just because you know somebody's book like completely contradicts something else right. doesn't mean that I they mean, can't can put like it. a character name and right something mm-hmm. i mean the comics do that all the time where somebody will get killed yep. off and then like you know a couple of years later somebody will come along and write a new series of books and they'll figure out a way to bring that character back yep so. yeah i mean in the, in the legends there was there was okay yeah there were a few clunkers but there were some pretty decent story ideas that hey even some of the clunkers with a bit of fine tuning hey got some prime options for ideas mm-hmm. i like when yeah. they do original stuff too like uh, yeah. the mandalore was a completely original character they they wrote for the screen and it was exactly it was really cool, yeah you know yeah i i i I love the EU. I have all kinds of books yep. and I can mm-hmm. still love them just even if they're not yep. part of the storyline, it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to do that, but they don't have to, they don't, they don't have the rich library that Marvel has, but in a way that also right. means you can do anything. You can do exactly. anything. Tell a great story. I wish mm-hmm. they would just do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, oh. I, I would, I hope with what they're doing with the tv series having somebody like john favreau uh at the helm is a is a good start though uh-huh. is is having the right people in place that can are really good storytellers and know how to take this material and turn it into something compelling. Um, And, you know, the people at the top, let them do what they do best. As long as you've got the right people in place, you can trust them to do what they do best. I think, again, you know, I hate to keep comparing, you know, like Marvel to Star Wars, but obviously, you know, Kevin Feige at the head of marvel has been yeah he's at the top obviously you know it's he's got people working with him um but they've done a really good job about bringing in all these different directors and stuff for the movies and the tv series and everyone's able to put their like own unique spin like obviously you know like the thor stuff that's directed by taika watiti has a very distinct flavor to it you know taika's got his way of doing things versus like the russo brothers versus even john favreau you know when they were like hey we're gonna do iron man and people are like iron man he's like a d-list superhero oh it's gonna be directed by john favreau and people are gonna be like wait the guy who directed elf you know <laughs> right yeah i and what you just they, said that that's they, actually why i'm go ahead i'm, so, I'm so sorry i'm sorry i was gonna say that uh, you know they've they've had in star wars a few you know some uh, some really good people in place like uh you know um 
Brain fart. Uh, da, 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 da. Well, Ryan Johnson's gonna get a trilogy. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, like Jackson's Bryce Dallas, it, like Bryce Dallas Howard. Michael Waititi you know? was gonna get a movie. Uh, yeah. The Game of Thrones guys were gonna get a trilogy. I mean, I'm Colin Trevor. I'm losing count of how many people they've promised stuff to, and still we're yeah. just letting Dave Favreau do it, which is where I was gonna say is like because of what you said about how I rich it becomes when it's more than one person handing just the keys to Jean and say it's just you. I'm pretty mm-hmm. much. No, 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 no. I like what John and Dave have done, but I also yeah. really liked what Tony Gilroy did for Andor. You know, they tried mm-hmm. something new there. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I just wish this, just try stuff. It's not all going to be great and not everyone's going to like everything. Yeah. That's, but that's, yeah. but no one asked me. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just, you know, they're doing what they're doing one step at a time and kind of seeing how it does, which I don't know. I don't know if that's a smart way to, to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The end of the day, you've got Galaxy's Edge at the theme parks, and people can drink blue milk. I guess I don't know. Have I haven't been to Galaxy's. This- I haven't been to. I haven't haven't had a chance to to see Batu in person yet. So. Oh okay. <sighs> so, I haven't been to the Avengers Campus either. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> I desperately need to get out to Disneyland to, to go to the Avengers campus. I cannot believe it's been open for this long and I've not been out there yet. So I feel like they a bad Avengers Marvel campus fan. In Paris too. They built two of them now. It's crazy. Yeah. And a Marvel themed hotel. So <laughs> if I, if I had less sense where my husband was like, what do you want to do for your 40th birthday this year? Instead of being like going to Vegas, I'd be like, let's go to Paris. But it's like, no, they're hosting the Olympics this year. So it's like, we'll just. Is that this yeah. year? So this year, next year, something like that. Oh so it's gosh. like they're what they're prepping for though? Olympics. So let's let's stay away for <laughs> a little while. So. Uh, so and you guys, you've been to the parks. You, your husband, he just ran in the, the marathon. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah, I ran the half marathon. Yeah, the so half that's, marathon, the oh, crazy man. That's fun. Uh, yeah. uh, I have friends I that do the dopey. So, you know, that's, anybody that's that dopey. does, yeah, anybody that does anything beyond a 5K is, uh, I think, a, uh, a, a accomplishment. <laughs> I mean, you get to go to the parks. That seems, that seems okay. But yeah, the running part, I'm like, no, pass. Yeah. Did he, had he done that it's before? He tries to do it every year, the, oh, really? the half yeah. marathon. Yeah. yeah. You just so. go for moral support. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Because what's nice about that race, I guess, compared to the others, it uh, it goes through Magic Kingdom. And, and I guess some of the others don't. And it's a pretty decent time of year, early January. So he, re- yeah. he really likes it. So, yeah. 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 I haven't done any of the races in the parks. I did a 5K on Castaway Key once. Oh, that's so, amazing. On the, on the private island on a when we did a Disney cruise once. So which that was really warm. <laughs> even in <laughs> even in late October. It was late October and it was really, really warm. And I'd also had my gallbladder taken out six weeks before. So Oh yeah. goodness. <laughs> was the cruise but, just uh, to, to the islands and back to uh Florida? Uh no, it was a week long. So we went to like oh, nice. Grand Cayman and all those. Oh, but wonderful. yeah, one of the stops was at one of the stops was at Castaway Key and they do a, a I don't know if they still do, but this was pre-COVID, um, where they do a, a 5K. 
on the on the island so that's the closest i've been to an official <laughs> disney race i would kind of like to do like the half or you know unfortunately with covid that uh they had a whole lot of different themed races it's a little harder for them at disneyland mm -hmm. although they did some really cool themed races like they did uh star wars light side dark side and you could decide which side you wanted to run for <laughs> and get which which medal you wanted to get um but uh unfortunately with disneyland they they don't have the the square footage yeah you know, right. to, to necessarily do longer races otherwise they have to go out into anaheim and start shutting down traffic um so yeah the walt disney world races in, in florida are definitely uh bigger if you want a bigger race because they have the obviously the square mileage right so but uh but yeah no kudos to your husband for uh for uh for doing that so because it looks like a lot of fun but at the same time it's like it looks like a lot of work i think the parts in the park look really fun I, there are long stretches on highways that doesn't look yeah. fun you know what i mean yeah <laughs> yeah so um hey but at least it got you guys out of out of new york for a little yes. bit yeah it was nice <laughs> the five bazillion inches of snow that northern new york got uh it's been pretty quiet this year, snow-wise. We haven't really... Yeah. We've had cold. You know, I think we got the same cold snap we were all talking about yeah. this, this mm -hmm. weekend, but not really yeah. the snow. It's been strange. Yeah. Well, I know, like, Buffalo got hit. Buffalo, really. yes. Yeah. It's just so crazy because of the lakes there. I mean, wait, someone... You you know, you're by Great Lake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just, it could be unpredictable. And that one was so deadly because it was apparently, like, a snow hurricane. Really. Yeah. Really crazy yeah mm -hmm. so um yeah i guess that's 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 all i really had so well this was so fun unless, unless so you got quite unless you got more questions for us so. <laughs> where how can people find the podcast i guess if you're listening well, to it you don't need that question mm -hmm. answered i guess yeah i find it later too i can share yeah. i guess we'll do it off camera so yeah please well, edit that out so i don't sound stupid no you're fine um <laughs> well we'll we'll have a link i've got i've got the the links to your youtube and your tiktok already ready to go oh you're sweet um, thank you so much yeah so those will be available in the show notes uh for when you know if people want to find you and um uh of course uh, if any of our listeners this is where we kind of do our our plug anyway so good transition there jen okay. uh, <laughs> um uh they can go to the com where they can uh find all the links to our various social media accounts because we're all over the place and of course we have our about us page which has our personal ones if anyone wants to follow us individually um of course we have the link to the uh goodreads book club update which normally yeah. we would do a book club update because we're in a new month but yeah just go to the go to the facebook or the the book club to to check on the updates and we'll fill yeah. you in next episode um and then of course uh if anyone wants to financially support us we've got the ko-fi we've got patreon we've got merch on redbubble which i added a new design that i forgot to mention last week uh so there's a new design in the shop um thanks to a piece of feedback from one of our 
long time lovely five-ish fa- yeah five-ish uh fam members so if you want to be gloriously unhinged you can uh <laughs> uh, uh and then uh of course uh you know the podcast can be found pretty much wherever you find podcasts um and then don't forget we also have our nonprofit fangirls give back which uh as we're getting ready to get into convention season working on panels and that sort of thing so if anyone's got any suggestions for maybe a panel topic you want to hear, you know what kind of events I attend and are normally at, so if you think it would be appropriate, please hit us up. Or if you want to uh, be part of the discussion or have an idea of how you can help us out, helping out fellow female geeky creators, please hit us up on email or any of the other social medias i check them all i'm all over the place i surprised my fingerprints have not been like permanently rubbed off with the amount of time i hold my phone uh <laughs> or my phone has just not become a giant fingerprint one of the two uh so uh yeah so jen this is uh been a lot of fun uh, i'm excited to see what uh kind of adventures <laughs> grogu and trooper mom get into in the yes. future um and uh yeah sorry about the the bills are gonna be mm-hmm. in only the two teams can make it not this year well thank you so much i can't thank you enough for having me this was really fun it's fun to yeah. talk with you ladies we should do it again sometime oh absolutely yes yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yes there's always stuff to talk about we got, <laughs> yes we got mandalorian we got, we got all the marvel stuff so we all need to get scott lang's book and have a book club discussion oh so, yes uh, yeah yep for that. <laughs> yes so uh yeah this has been uh, a lot of fun and uh i guess uh for now we shall sign off for this week this is Brittany and Bethany saying goodnight. This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Five-ish Fangirls. Please visit thefiveishfangirls.com for details on how to further support the show, along with information on our nonprofit, Fangirls Give Back. We love our five-ish fam and appreciate all of your feedback, shares, and encouragement. Remember to keep letting your geek flag fly.